0: Hello and welcome to episode 37 of the Haiku Chronicle podcast. I'm Patricia, your host. And as you know if you've been here before, I'm documenting my haiku learning experience in the company of an ever-increasing community of haiku and senryu writers. It's lovely to be with you. Thanks so much for your feedback, your help, and most importantly, your company along the way. After last week's podcast special on women, This week, I'm returning to my quest to learn and try out new techniques for writing, offering up my best work from this last week, and heading off to Slovakia, where we'll be meeting up again with Eva Drobna, who we first met way back in March this year, in episode 16. But first, a couple of things about last week's podcast special. I received many positive messages about the episode, which, if you haven't listened to it yet, was a special that myself and some of the community did on the topic of women. Many congratulations to all my lovely poets. You were brilliant. I also promised to catch up with Mark, who submitted this one-liner. Two sisters, two clouds, really one cloud. Remember, I was wondering about the inspiration behind the piece. Well, Mark got back to me really quickly and let me know that the work was inspired by his wife and her sister, who, he says, have an instant connection whenever they meet. I hadn't thought of that connection. Thanks, Mark. So this week's technique is what, where, when. It's often described as a basic technique that's a very good technique for beginners. Well, in a way it is, but I think that representing it like that underestimates and undervalues it. I haven't yet found a haiku technique that if you're really trying to write your best work, is easy. So what is it? Well, with this technique, when you write your haiku, you give your reader the following information. What, where and when. And you arrange this information in the order you desire to create the piece that works best with your idea. So yes, it does sound really basic and simple. But is it really... When you start putting the pieces together, remember that you're doing your best to show and not to tell. And all our work should try and exercise the brain of our readers a little bit. Let me give you some examples that I found of this technique, which I think show it off at its best. From Leroy Canterman Moored to its pilings, the rusty ferryboat rides the morning tide. So you've got the what, where and when, and it does seem very simple. But, at least for me, there are lots of questions. Is this at the sea, or is it a tidal river? Is the ferryboat still used? If it's not used, why is it still tied up at its moorings? And does this whole piece indicate a dying town, a dying mode of transport or a dying society, or maybe all of the above. See, not so simple. What do you think? And this one from Gary Hotham. Pheasant at the town dump this winter day. This one actually made me smile. I mean, it's quite unusual, isn't it? A Pheasant at the town dump. I can't remember which of the Japanese masters wrote that when we're writing haiku, we should write about the unusual. So, for example, if we're talking about a rose, if we talk about it being beautiful, or having a wonderful scent, uh, it's really sort of bleh, blah, what they suggested was that we find the flaw, the defect, and talk about that. And for me, this haiku does that. A pheasant at the town dump. Why? Anyway, on to the next one, which comes from one of the recognised talents in the contemporary haiku world, Alan Summers Gar du Nord The slow change of snow on fake fur Again, this haiku is deceptive. On first reading, it may look simple. You can see the what, the where and the when. But it's not telling you, is it? It's showing you. You know it's winter through a judicial use of vocabulary, not because Alan has outright told you. So what of my writing this week? Well, I managed to get to a basic level with this technique, but I think I need a little bit more time to elevate my work to something a bit special. So here's the best of my week. A frog clambers over the soil. Summer drought. On first glance, it's a bit, bah. so what? But what I'd like the reader to be thinking about is, why is the frog clambering and not hopping across the soil? And it's clearly dry, so how is he managing when the world is drying up around him? When I saw this little frog, I wondered where on earth it had come from, or was going to, because there's no pond in around 30 metres from my house. So, this weekend I've been in the mountains, trying to get out of the city heat. I was sitting on my patio, enjoying the alpine sunshine, with just a hint of a cool breeze. And I was people-watching. So, from the Swiss Alps, I give you these. Summer holiday hike, lagging behind his parents, a teenager. It's a bit simplistic at the moment, but it's got the basic components to work with, so perhaps with a little bit of work, I might make something out of it. Summer season, tourists performing for the villagers. My village does quite a few things to entertain the tourist, is the bread and butter of existence. But I wonder, do tourists ever think of the entertainment they provide to the locals? I'm not sure I do when I'm out and about visiting places. From my patio in the valley, I see lots of performances. I see the base jumpers and paragliders, the teenagers wandering about with the wrong footwear, or the wrong outdoor clothing, family arguments, all sorts of things. Anyway... Thanks for listening to my work from this week. And from my life in the mountains, we go to Slovakia to meet with Ava. We met Ava Drobna in a previous episode, episode 16, and like many of our community, she has been a teacher and is now retired. But that doesn't stop her from being extremely active. She's a lover of poetry in all its forms, and enjoys haiku for its simplicity and purity of speech and Senryu for its insight into the human weaknesses, with humour. So let's hear from her. Anxiety pills, the soothing colour of butterfly wings. A tribute to the power of nature to restore balance to our lives. Thanks, Ava. Next week, we'll have a look at another technique. I haven't decided yet which one I'm brave enough to tackle, so it'll have to be a surprise. On the other hand, if you'd like to suggest a technique that you think we'll all enjoy, please let me know, and I'll give it a go. And just a reminder before I do go, that I'm asking for submissions of Sense Switching Haiku and Senryu for a podcast special at the beginning of September. I'd like submissions by the 15th of August if you could, please. I hope you all have a lovely week. If you, as I am, are in the middle of a hot summer, stay safe and drink lots. Thanks, as always, for coming along and listening today. And keep writing. You'll find all the references for the pieces I've quoted and our lovely guest poet on the show notes on poetryp.com. If I've missed something, you know you can email me and I'll get back to you. Ciao.